We are visiting with a very special lady who's sitting next to me, if you're watching on Facebook Live, and her name is Carol Hoffman. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Doing great. Good. So you are the parish secretary here, and you've been here about three years. Correct. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Um, well, I'm kind of a, a go-to person. Um, I try to help with the books and we do a little bit of yard work we make sure the bulletins out um, clean the church the rectory just a little bit of everything yeah and and how was it that you so you've been here for three years so mm -hmm. how was it that you came upon this this position well um, I good friend of ours had asked me to if I'd be willing to just do it part-time and at the time, I was still working full-time. And I said, yeah, I could come back, you know, try it for a little bit. And and I just really love getting into the church and, and how our church works together and being involved in all the aspects, the um, church school and the RCIA and the Life Teen and, and all that. And I just love getting my hands into into that and getting things ordered and organized and um, I tried it I loved it uh, Father Tim Hoig asked me if I'd do it on a weekly um, full-time basis and I said yes and it was something I, I needed at the time I needed to be more involved in the church and come back fully into the church. Yeah, so this kind of brings us, uh, l let's take a step back now, right? Mm -hmm. And, and we, we want to have you on to, uh, in this inspired segment, it's our inspired where we share inspirational stories of, of coming back to the faith a lot. So you were away from the church for a while? I was. I was, uh, I'd say, probably a good, probably 18 years. Wow. Um, I would come on holy days you know the big ones Easter and Christmas um, usually by myself mm -hmm. um, my husband's a Methodist and um, so when our kids were growing up we have three boys um, when they were growing up I was going to church by myself and he would go to the Methodist Church and it was just a division there I did not feel comfortable with so um, I sacrificed and went with him I got very involved in the Methodist Church. I taught church school. I was head of the women's club for 15-some years. Um, and then we lost our middle son, um, and that's what brought me back. I, there was something missing, and... It's okay. <laughs> and I knew what it was right away. Right. Talked to Father Leo, um, and he said, yes, it's time. And so we came back um, because of my son. So well, thank you. Thank you for yep. sharing that. And, so, and thank you for crying. <laughs> as, <laughs> a fellow, as a fellow crier, yep. Yep. we've been crying together a little bit today. But again, that's the gift of the Holy Spirit um, and, 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 and that Holy Spirit working in your life. Um, talk to us, a little, if you're comfortable, a little bit about your son. Uh, so, so Yep. Um, Zane uh, was great. And so are my other two boys. Um, so he just had an accident going home one night and um, was instantly killed. Um, and then I have a, two super daughter-in-laws. Um, Megan is um, so strong in her faith. And she 
um, just seeing how she brought my older son back um, to the church and raising her family in the Catholic Church just inspired me so much more um, to get involved and to come back um, fully into the church. So, Carol, talk to us a little bit. You, you mentioned that the, the, the death of your son, Zane, brought you back into the church. Was it the process of, uh, of having his burial and, and the grieving, or what, what specifically? I would say I was um, angry, mm-hmm. really angry, and um, I felt like I didn't have anyone to talk to. And um, I went to uh, daily Mass, and Father Leo just talked to me afterwards and said, um, it's okay to be angry. We all have to be angry. And um, he just kind of talked me through it. And I was, then I felt just comfortable coming. Yeah. It's our, we have such a loving God who takes us where we're at. And I, and I love Father Leo's um, advice of just being who you are in front of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and, and being angry with the Lord, that's okay. I think it's even with our, when our children come to us and say, you know, I'm upset about this, Mom and Dad. <clears throat> we want to know that. Yep. Right, and as loving parents. And our Father is a loving Father, and He, he wants to know how we feel. Rather right. than just coming and saying, okay, I know you want me to feel this way, Lord, so I feel this way. Nah. Right? Right. And, and, and that, that's, that's freeing, isn't that the kind of a cleansing it thing? It is. And then we've, through Zane's death and me coming back, um, I found a whole new family here. Um, mm-hmm. They've just supported me and my family, um, my husband. Um, we both had a lot of health issues this last few years, um, and they helped me through it with prayer. And they're the reason why I'm here today. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I can what think. Right. Um, it's a miracle I am here. So um, went through cancer treatments and a stem cell transplant, and my church family was here. Wow. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Carol Hoffman here. This is Real Presence Live at the Church of St. Patrick in Wall, South Dakota. We're on the road. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, Programming Coordinator for RPR, joined by Executive Director Steve Splonskowski. Carol, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your your journey with, with cancer then. Uh, obviously, so you were back into the back in the church and and actively living out your faith so what was it like for you then as an actively practicing catholic to find out that that you had cancer all i can think of was why um you know um we lost zane and i thought that was enough and then my husband has a lot of health issues Mm -hmm. um working through that and and then they diagnosed me with cancer three years ago, and um, right right when I started here. And so um, I don't know. I I I still question why, mm-hmm. but I see um, maybe it's to grow stronger in my faith. I have um, Father Tim Hoig has helped me through this cancer battle, um, and. I'm grateful. Yeah. What, what has that journey been like? So it's, it's obviously, it's been three years. So, so walk us through what it's been like from discovering to, to where you are now. Um, I guess a lot of anger. And through that anger, then I visited, um, like with what I said with Father Tim, um, a lot of prayer, 
uh, I slept with the rosary. I prayed the rosary through all treatments because um, I was away from my family because I was down in Houston. Um, and they had a priest come quite often to you, of course, there. Um, and the rosary, wow, um, I can't say enough. It was just with me constantly. And um, I think I'm helping one of my sisters come back to the church because of that, because they were with me through it. Um, my husband couldn't travel, um, so my sisters were there through the whole three months that I was gone from, from home here. So, um, and through that journey, I think, I think I'm stronger, you know. Um, I don't think you need to think that you are. I think yeah. you are. <laughs> we, we can see <laughs> Thank it right you. now, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'd just say that journey with, with my rosary helped. Yeah. Yeah. And you, well, and then you talked about you, you, when you came back to the church, you had a family that you didn't know you had. How has yeah. your church family, the parish family, been here for you as well? Um, all the time I was in Houston, I got cards constantly from them. I mean, my sisters were amazed on how much mail I got every every day. Um, there'd always be little notes praying for you and uh, text on messages, you know, we're here for you, the Mass is set up for you. And um, it was just great. And then to come back and the hugs and everything through everything through my whole hair loss to a funky wig to <laughs> everything it was great having the family here yeah what what a difference then right from from the death of your son and feeling alone to going through this cancer journey and knowing that you have people who care a lot about you and love you yeah constantly um they're always asking uh how my husband wally is um, and he struggles. Uh, we were told um, two years ago that he wouldn't last a year, and he is just determined. He says, "I'm going to give you 40 years of marriage," and hmm. so which will be next year. So, oh wow! Yep. What so, a blessing! Yep. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. That's a, that's yep. a, a great gift. Well, Carol, I, and, and for our listeners out there, I want you to know the story here. We actually had a different guest scheduled for this time, and they had a funeral they had to go to, and Carol by the grace of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> step forward. Um, and so this this story, what we're hearing right now from Carol, Carol, I want you to, the Holy Spirit wants people to hear this story. This thank is why you. he arranged this. So thank you for saying yes. Um, and you said yes so many times in the last <laughs> three, four years. Yeah. Um, that's uh, why the Lord is using you, I think. Uh, do, do you recognize, do you think that you're, you kind of see the, you mentioned the struggles, there's anger in the struggles. But as you're telling us the story, I'm seeing how, that those struggles are such a gift to you but to those around you do you see that do you, do you recognize that do you think or no i guess not so um, much not so much no because you, you mentioned that you're you know one of your sisters because of going through the struggle uh -huh. with you is coming back to her faith and to the rosary that wouldn't have yep. happened without you That's accepting true. that struggle and inviting yep. her to join you with it right um so it's a what I'm amazed by oftentimes is people who go through difficulties, they end up holding up everybody around them. You know, they're there to hold us mm -hmm. up, but we, you know, the, the person who's actually struggling actually ends up holding everybody up around them as a, it's a gift. And it's so. hard for me to yeah. let people hold me up, yep. I guess. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think I could do it all, and then, and then I get pounded down saying, no, let people help you. Absolutely. Let people help you. Yep. Yeah. It's a good reminder. 
Because uh, those of us who like to help others need to let others help us, right? Right. Yes. A little yeah. bit of a pride thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously coming back to your faith and, and living it out now and you're so involved in the parish, you know, what does it mean for you to be able to use the gifts you've been given by God to serve the parish and serve the church after being away for a number of years? Um, what does it mean? It it gives me such joy when I can be here to help everyone. Um a lot of people might think I'm kind of nosing in on things, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love to help with um, being a Eucharistic minister, um, being able to help with the church school when I can, um, and just being a presence. I guess you would say when when people need something, I'm I'm just so so thankful that I could actually be there to help them. Yeah, well, and even with this own broadcast, like yeah. when I was talking with Karen, she's like, I've talked to Carol, we're, we've got a location set up, we're going to try and find some, you know, some sponsors, some people to help. Like, you were just there, you just, you wanted to help in any way you can. And, and so, you know, being able to give back the way you do, know that we're so grateful, and the people around you are very grateful, because you. using your gifts to serve the Lord, you know, that, that makes us want to reach out. That makes us want to, you know, recognize the gifts in our own lives and be able to serve when we see it witness mm-hmm. in our own lives. So is your your husband, Wally, is he still active in his church or is he more active with He's you? He's active or? in his church. In, okay. Yep. And yep. so th- that whole journey, too, has kind of been a kind it, of a boon for his faith, too. Yes, it has. Um, he's he was never baptized um, when we got married. We got married right here in St. Patrick's Church. Um, and then I think he just seen later on how strong a faith I have. And he decided to go ahead and get baptized. And he attends the Methodist Church regularly, which I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm glad. I, I think with me being gone so much, um, I have a full-time job along with this uh, church job um, he's alone a lot mm. and so and he's a very avid um, he has his Bible he's very avid on reading that and I'd like to think maybe I kind of yeah. helped with that a little bit you know because he never was before sure yeah so most married couples were there to you know yep. draw each other to Christ and and as we've talked before that the goal of this life is heaven right yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that there's a holding and each that, other up. And yep, and struggles. like I said, my daughter-in-law Megan, she's so, such a strong Catholic, um, and bringing her family up like that um, helps both of us. Yes. yes. So, was your son was he not practicing for a while, or he, he was not until okay. they got married? So, what is it like for you to see? It's great. <laughs> it's just great to see him in church. <laughs> yep, and to. Um, to help him with his kids you know they just had their 15th anniversary on Tuesday yesterday <laughs> so um, that was super um, and they're gonna have their fifth child here in February so Excellent. it's great and and that 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 deep love for the faith too is something that you and and, and him can, can share, share together that, yep. that must be a beautiful thing it is it's great um, still praying really hard for my other son um, he's not a practicing Catholic. He's mm-hmm. not Catholic. Um, but, you know, 
I know a couple people here in the church that they prayed for 40 years to have their husbands or loved ones come back, and it and it does, so yeah. it will. Yeah, absolutely. And what blessed men, your son and your yeah. husband, to have such a prayer warrior of a mom and a wife be standing beside them and praying for their salvation. I mean, Thank what a, what a yeah. gift. Yeah. It is. Yep. Every day. Amen. So. Well, thank you, Carol, for all that you do and yep. for sharing your story. You're welcome. Especially on short notice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I but made you, it through. <laughs> you did. And, and, and the Holy Spirit has provided and he will continue to let, uh, know of our prayers for you and your, you. and your husband, Wally. Um, all of our network, Real Presence Radio, you know, a family out there, make sure that we're praying for one another. And so um, we ask all of our brothers and sisters who are listening right now to throw up a prayer for Wally. Um, for his health and also a prayer for Carol. Um, wh- where are you at in your journey in cancer? Are you? Have I'm you in remission. Okay, oh, that's so, great. Um, it's multiple myeloma, so it's a bone cancer. So you okay. don't ever really get rid of it. But um, I take medicine and I'm in remission. So. Okay, so yep. continued prayers for you, Carol. Thank you. Um, on on that and and uh, and how many grandchildren do you have now? Um, we have five. Five. Okay. Yep, and one on the way. One on the way. Yes. So excellent. Yep. Well, thank you for being with us, and we appreciate your your help for even setting up here in Walden.